Hey, where are you producing or where are you doing the show today? I know you kind of jump around that Fairfield, Iowa. Where are you? Well, you know what I do? I scout. I scout. I went around. I scouted the whole city. And I am oh. in the best spot possible. I'm in the parking lot of Hy-Vee where we're going to be performing in um, oh. a little oh. about a month. Yeah. Such a yeah. deal. Hy-Vee parking lot. Yeah. And I'm sitting in oh. uh, my friend Mark's truck, which he lets me use. Uh, it's not all glamour, John. Well, it's, yeah. He, truck. Well, Mark is one of your clients, right? He's one of my clients. Yeah. And uh, the truck has been infested with mice, John. Mice. Mice. Built net. Are they still in yeah. there? <laughs> to be determined. The, the thing about it is, is that, you know, the ventilation system, the heating and cooling system in a truck or a car, they have these tubes that, that go all throughout underneath the dash. And uh, they got in those tubes and they built nests. And unfortunately, they go to the bathroom in there, too. And this truck smells awful. Hey, boys and girls, you're here. It's The Bro Show. Oh, am I glad I'm here. Yes, I'm glad I'm you're so here, glad. too, John. I couldn't do the show without you. <laughs> you're the best. Oh, and you, I, I, you, did, oh that's you didn't mess up the open. Thank you. Thank you for not messing yeah. it up. I appreciate that a lot. So we're the Bro Show. It this didn't, is, didn't work. This is season 14. This is our 10th episode. And we're coming to uh, to you live from the Gold Coast of Chicago and from the High V parking lot in Fairfield, Iowa. That's right. So, yeah. Oh, this is the right spot to be. That's for sure. It is. These, these. It is. It is. It's beautiful. The weather is gorgeous here. I don't know about there, and I don't know where you are, folks, but where we are, I, I think I'm speaking for John too. Perfect sweatshirt weather. Is that right, John? I got a hoodie on. Yeah. You got a hoodie on, and what's on that hoodie, John? Can you say? Siesta key. I'm doing that in honor of the, the, the hurricane. Okay, so it's all, all good, right. but they didn't get hit that hard. Just a lot of storm surge. Right. Okay. okay well, since you're interested, I'm wearing uh, a Bro Show T-shirt, one that commemorates our second appearance at the Clark Street Ale House in Chicago, Illinois. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, I yeah. actually have underneath this hoodie, and the hoodie is open, of course, because I, I have to display my shirt. I'm wearing a shirt that I have never, ever worn on the show before. What is it? It's the Season of the Meerkat shirt that you sent me that you incorrectly gave, put a small on. But if if I, uh, Ooh. that shirt, it's okay. I, I can still breathe while I have the shirt on. So don't <laughs> worry, I'll be able to do the show. Uh, but that's the shirt I got on. Season of the Meerkat with three wonderful little meerkats on the front. That's it. Wow. It, it's skin tight, I imagine. Yeah, it is. It is. Wow. That's that's uh, not safe for work. That's what they, right. NFSW or whatever it is, or WS, safe for work. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Hey, uh, yeah, we got a show. We really have a show. Oh, and uh, don't we have a sponsor too? Well, we do have a sponsor, Animal Legal Defense Fund. And the Animal Legal Defense Fund is a 501c3 mission to protect the lives and advance the interest of animals through the legal system. They accomplish this by doing several things, including filing high impact lawsuits to protect the critters providing free legal advice to other prosecutors, and also support tough animal protection. 
And most recently, just before we get into the, you know, the important stuff with this organization, as a news item, I found out that there's a big interest. Legal custody has become an area in which these lawyers are getting a lot of work. And you're saying, how does that work? Well, what happens is we got a lot of people, a lot of couples that are childless. And Mm -hmm. what they're doing is they're trying the custody rights for the animals are often contested. So you have to have legal advice. And that's where these lawyers who know they they serve the best interest of the animals. The other thing is it quite often happens with the, 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 the couples that have children. They say, well, you know, one party will say you can have the kids, but I want the animals. You know, that that happens, too. So, well, <laughs> that's cold, bro. Yeah, it's probably not even true either. <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe you did that. <laughs> hey, oh, but let's, let's get to the meat of the matter here. Yeah. This organization has swag. They do have swag. I almost wore that T-shirt today, to tell you the truth. It was sitting there c- calling out to me, Jerry, wear me. And I didn't. I should have maybe. It was, it's the tank one. It's the one about the orcas in tanks. Oh, protesting yes. that. Yeah. By the way, uh, I lost a dog in a custody dispute in the 1960s, early 70s. Oh, man. So you've been, you could have used one of those lawyers. I could have. And you know, the sad wow. part about it is, the sad part about it is, unfortunately, that dog was taken out of Illinois, where I was living to florida where it was eaten by an alligator now you're beginning to sound like me (laughs) no that's a true story story. you would tell the truth i shouldn't make fun of that that that's a sad story you know what i'm having a moment tell you right now that if you would have had a lawyer that would have never ever ever happened they would sense right away that they would have they would have been thinking in the best interest of the animal I'm shaking you would have been here. In- yeah, we got a rabbit story. Last week we did the killer rabbit, so we want to kind of lighten it up. All that that killer rabbit was a little light in itself. But we're gonna go with Bugs Bunny. It's kind of oh. low hanging fruit because this is probably one of the best stories you can do as it relates to rabbits. And what are we talking about here? We're talking about Bugs Bunny. That is an anthropomorphic gray and white rabbit. Characterized by his flippant, carefree personality, characterized with a Brooklyn accent, kind of a trickster, maybe, you know, always saying, what's up, Doc? You know, and so that's uh, and, that, and that's basically the definition of this animal. We How do we see it? Well, we see it in cartoons, cartoons that were made back in the 40s through the 60s, 160 of them all together. And the voice of this animal is Mel Blanc uh, was the original. Mm. He did also Woody Woodpecker. Uh, with that, you know, uh, zany, goofy laugh that he had. Yeah. And, oh, oh, you know, so all pretty good. And even later on, he was in specials. And I'll tell you what, he, the big what? one of the big highlights of his uh, uh, career as an entertainer was to be in a movie featured above the title with Michael Jordan called Space Jam. He so, was. Uh, yeah. Now, and even though this movie itself got uh, kind of mixed reviews, it grossed over $230 million. Now, you know, he doesn't do a solo act. He's got his buddies with him in these movies, guys like Elmer Fudd, uh, stuttering uh, adversary, uh, friends like uh, Daffy Duck and Porky Pig that kind of go along with this. That's right. 
<laughs> Sorry. So, uh, and it's, so it's, it's pretty cool. But, you know, there are some interesting factoids we could talk about as it relates to this wonderful animal. And I think I'll start it off and maybe you can go and give a couple that you might have. The one I was intrigued with was the idea that Bugs Bunny was the first cartoon character to be honored with a U.S. postage stamp. Now, this is back in 1997, might be before a little bit before ever stamp. So if you wanted to get one of those stamps, it'd be 32 cents. You could probably go out there and get them. But it was considered kind of controversial at the time because it, uh, you know, it wasn't it was the kind of commercializing uh, the, the postage service. But hey, it needs help, whatever. So that's my factor. Do you have any good stuff that you maybe ran into as related to this wonderful critter? Uh, yes. Now, you know, he didn't start out as a star, John. Bugs. Oh, that's right. Yeah, well, Daffy Duck was first. Da- yeah. Daffy Duck was first, and Bugs actually co-starred. He he was below the title. He was uh he was a por- porky porky pig uh, <laughs> <laughs> character, leading character, yeah. supporting cast all the way. Huh? Yeah, I can't talk about porky without having a problem. Problem. <laughs> so <laughs> sorry. Wow, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah, it happens. So. You know, he also he's also on the Walk of Fame in in Hollywood, uh, second yes. uh, cartoon character. I, I say second because I don't want to give the other the side, the Walt Disney side, any any no. publicity. So we'll kind of leave it at second. But he is, uh, you know, uh, right there with the mm-hmm. uh, the Walk of Fame, uh, and so that that's pretty cool too. I like that. Yeah, one. you know his his signature uh, remark, you know, that he made all the time. What's up, Doc? That's a that's yeah. a Texasism. That's a Texian uh, comment. That came that's from, right. Uh, one of the animators, Tex Avery, uh, said, right. hey, "Yeah, he came up with that and he added it's it's common in in Texas, West Texas in particular, I suppose." So that's kind of cool. It, it is, and I think the idea that they didn't really come up with the name Bugs right away, but one of the animators had his first name was Bugs, and right. they would also know what they would do is, and he was one of the main guys to draw the rabbit. So what they'd say, well, that's Bugs Bunny. Before you know it, you've got a first name yeah. for him. So that's, that's right. I like that one, too. Yeah. Bugs with an apostrophe. Apostrophe got dropped. Boom. We're home. Free. You got yourself a name, and it's stuck ever since. Yeah. So, wow. He's a Marine, wasn't he? Wasn't Bugs Bunny? Yeah. An honorary yeah, Marine. Honorary, um, uh, Marine Master Sergeant uh, back in the yeah. day, you know, the World War II. Um, got an award, and, too, didn't he? For I, I think. Yeah. Civilian? He, uh title of yeah I, I don't know if he got an award that one I, I didn't run into but hey you know another rumor was that Mel Blanc uh the guy who did the voice they said that he was allergic to carrots <laughs> not true in fact he ate carrots during uh some of the recording that would be that he would create the sound by eating the red the, the carrot it's just that yeah. it, it all started because he's not exactly what you call enamored with that's the true. idea of eating vegetables in general so, yeah, yeah. Poor old well, this is what you call one interesting dude. Um, and, you know, don't you have don't you have a question time. for me? Don't you have a question? For oh, me? sugar. You know what? This is animal man type uh, question. Yeah, it that is. is. Is this wonderful character? This bunny? Is it a rabbit or is it a hare? John, I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> Just so happens I have the answer. Thank you. OK, Good. number one reason that he is a rabbit and not a hare he burrows he has a burrow hares don't oh, do that that's true 
Number two is coloration. Bears have black usually on them, almost always. Some amount of black. He's gray and white. No deal. Number three, running style. He zigzags. He's been Agility. he's known for it. Yes, he's known for it. And hairs so are straight ahead. Straight ahead. Number four, wow. diet. Diet. Hares have a very selective diet. They don't eat just any old thing. But mm. rabbits, they will go after household vegetables, etc. Like oh. carrots. And number oh. five, socialization. He likes to socialize. Hares don't have big horns full of rabbits and what have you. They're more solitary. But not only does he hang out with rabbits, he hangs out with other species a lot, too. And yeah, number, and I feel like we should have a drum roll, but I left my drums at home. Uh, number six, reason. Okay. okay. Elmer Fudd calls him a wascally wabbit, so therefore he's a rabbit. So this uh, Fudd was able to uh, clear, uh, correctly identify what his adversary was. That's cool. correct. Hey, I think you've 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 hit all the high points with respect to it. I appreciate that, reminding me of the need to get this uh, this breaking news out as it relates to Bugs Bunny. And yeah, I'm ready now for deal. the next thing. I'm ready, John. Oh, uh, okay. We got a word. We do have a word. Bezor. Bezor. B-E-Z-O-A-R. What and a great this word. is a tightly packed collection of partially digest or undigest material that commonly occurs in the stomach. In other words, it's stuff in the stomach that wads up when you're unable to digest it. And people may be thinking, what in the world are these guys doing? Why are they talking about a malfunction of the gastrointestinal tract? Why? Well, why the example sentence provides us with the answer. Eating peanut shells can cost Gastrointestinal issues like bezoars. So, in other words, those wads of stuff that can't make it out. So, and believe me, there's nothing more painful than an an intestinal blockage. So, uh, and I got that from an article called Can You Eat Peanuts? The Heart and Brain website. So, that's it. That's our word. So, the two takes. Are peanut shells okay to eat? And we always like to kind of preface our two takes with, where in the hell did you come up with this? Well, a week ago, uh, I provided some peanuts down at the Clark Street Ale House for us to eat while re- uh, drinking beer and, and various other adult beverages. And this woman, all of a sudden, she takes one of the peanuts and just pops it in her mouth and eats it with the shell. And it just brought back fun. You had a flashback. My, it was a flashback. Back when I was in college and my youngest brother, uh, Jeff, our youngest brother, Jeff. Uh, yeah, I was going to say a, I have a brother named that, too. Yeah, that's just a pure coincidence, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he brought home his German teacher, which he had a, not to be truthful, he had a crush on. And yeah, I noticed that, that, yeah, that, that would, yeah, and he took three years of German. Yeah, I think he did. He crushed him a long time. And this woman also, uh, she happened to be the first time I saw somebody, you know, chomp on, on these, on peanut shells. And I'll tell you, we, you know, most people realize it's, you know, fair to say that we'll, when it comes to eating peanuts, mostly you discard, we discard the shells. However, yeah. we do know that there are some folks out there 
just the, the two that I've commented upon. Eat the outer shell. So the question has to be asked, is it safe to eat these shells? And although oh, the plants provide us with a fair amount of benefits, the nut itself, eating the shells, perhaps as I've already hinted in the word, does come at a price and it could be difficult yeah. to digest. So yeah. uh, eat them. If you're going to eat the shells, eat them in moderation. And that's, um, you know, this not only happens with with the peanut shells, but another frequent item that's eaten is sunflower seeds. Because, you know, you oh, put the seed in your mouth and you right. are able to, to pop the, 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 right. the, the nugget out of the uh, center. And before you don't know, what do I do with the shell? Ooh, and all of a sudden it's gone. That's right. That's uh, right. So another, that's another source of bezoars. Yes, but I'll tell you, when it comes to taking a look at, to get a sense of, of the, the shell and how bad it is. And I mean, we could chew, 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 chew. But I like one of the articles I read actually compared it to a couple other items. We'll give you an idea. Maybe this might not be the best thing to do. Tree bark, hay, twigs, <laughs> cardboard. <laughs> Tree bark. One of these items, you know, if, if you really still have an interest in doing that, well, maybe not a good idea. And I think, isn't it, it's kind of, isn't it kind of fiber? You know what I mean? Well, give us a... Isn't fibrous okay, really? Let's do a it, break, breakdown on this, shall we? Yeah, break down this shell, please. Okay. Now, there are animals that can digest cellulose. Okay. okay. They have special bacteria and whatever ever to help them break it down and enzymes and what have you. But uh, humans cannot. You know, that's why we don't graze. We eat other animals that do graze. We let them do the grazing. Mm. So yeah. we don't do that. Uh, it's very difficult to digest this stuff and you know it's well you know there's some fiber as we call it dietary fiber like you would find in a vegetable but not as much as there is cellulose which is more like wood so you aren't far off when you say don't eat bark <laughs> <laughs> don't eat peanut shells either you know and if you have sensitive digestion and you hear this and you say i've never tried that i think i'll try it jerry and john were talking about it I wasn't listening carefully, but I think they said to eat peanut shells. Don't do that. Don't well, do that. And, don't do that. The other, the other thing you got to remember: do not be persuaded to do this because the what the proponents of eating peanut shells quite often have arguments they use. They say, "Well, they taste good because the salt on the shell." If that's, that's what drives them to do it, that's what drives so, them, John. That's why you don't eat tree bark, but you'll eat these because they're salty, right? The salt. But you know yeah. what? Suck on the shell and spit it out then. That's why I look at it. Some people nice. say, well, it's messy. You know, you break up the shell. It, the shells are all over the place. Oh, I'll just life swallow it. Life is messy. Life is messy. But I believe yeah. my favorite one with respect to common sense that you hear, and this is quite popular. If it's good enough for an elephant, it, it's good enough for me. Bad, bad <laughs> thinking. Bad thinking. thinking. They need yeah, to check you know what? And then when they say the after that, up. they say, you know what? By eating the shell, eating the shell, it's going to give me the same benefits an elephant has, and I'll get a better memory. What do you think? Better memory. You know, I forgot <laughs> that. I'm glad you mentioned it. <laughs> oh, man. oh dear. So listen, this There's is a weird this people is an item out for the for, for the sake it. of our audience and for the for the for their benefit, we needed to get this yeah. health statement. This announcement. Yeah, this is a public service public service announcement. That's what this is. <laughs> Don't eat peanut shells. I know it looks cool in a bar. 
and all that stuff. If you have weak digestion, definitely don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. It's bad. You know, but even if you do have good digestion, I mean, it only takes one of these bezoars in your intestines and you will not be a happy camper at all. Wow. Unfortunately, I'm one of those people who has that same experience with the peanuts themselves. So I yeah. still wear peanuts, peanut shells, anything. Peanut oil doesn't bother me, but the peanuts, major problem wow. for me. Even peanut butter. Yeah. Mm. I've had it happen like a half a dozen times, and that's enough. That's plenty. Well, All right. I think we've answered this question. Answered no. it? I think we beat it to death. I think we heard yeah. ourselves. <laughs> Uh, that's so true. I don't feel right. I don't feel right. Oh. Let's have a groaner. Make me feel hey, better. Hey, we John. need two. Why don't we do two? Okay. Here we go. Right. So our groaners are provided to us by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr., commonly referred to as the coach. The coach. And I got two real good ones. The first one is, why did the tricycle feel so uncomfortable hanging out with the bicycles? Why did the tricycle feel so uncomfortable hanging out with the bicycles? It wasn't by. Well, close. He felt like a third wheel. <laughs> That's good. I like that. I like okay, that. Okay, here's like one. My, mine was more. Mine was, unfortunately, was woke. <laughs> yeah, woke. That's the exactly. problem with mine. Good, good yeah, point. You've sorry. got a contemporary answer. So, uh, this one is one that... Vince could not wait for me to, to to give you. And then here's what it is. What does Eddie Vedder wear to bed? What does Ed, Eddie Vedder wear to bed? This is so bad. This is going to be bad. I can feel it coming. Go ahead. Oh, pearl jammies. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. I knew I'll I let him know that. Pearl jam. Yeah, oh, tell him I really liked it. Thank you, Vince. Okay. 